0: As bold as lions, as bold as
1: lions, as bold as lions, as bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast.
0: Well, hello and welcome to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am your host, Derek, and my wife Corey joins me once again today. Hello. hello. We are in the middle of a series. We have just started here uh, for the month of July, basically, called Profiles and Courage. And last time we looked at David. This week we are looking at Joseph. And these also accompany blogs at my website, Um When just considering kind of some Bible heroes to present in this series I have to admit that one of my favorite books In the Bible is Genesis And yes, there's
1: You are a Genesis junkie, I, I would I, say I,
0: I just like Which I is like not the a bad book. thing Yeah, Genesis, if I'm Starting my year off, uh, Bible reading plan, and I jump into Genesis. Like I'm all excited to start reading the Bible because it's yes, like Genesis has so Genesis. <laughs> so many good stories, you know. Yes. And then you get into Exodus, and that's good too. Exodus and is good. It, it, somewhere it kind of s- it slows it a little bit yes, in there. It you kind of hit a, into, a little yes. bit of a rut, mm-hmm. and um, but. I go strong right and away.
1: We all know that you really love Leviticus. Levitic, yeah, yeah. So kidding, it, it gets a know?
0: little dry. There's a lot of, <laughs> it is, it is. I'm teasing about that anywho, and that's that's besides the point. But there's there's these a lot. There's just a lot of good meat in Genesis. A lot yes. of good characters. Yes, that there is. Um We have Abraham, who's <laughs> a man of courage. You know, he leads. He leaves his homeland. God calls him to go to this unknown place, and he he just kind of brutes and goes. Um, Noah, who's also just another character is just unwavering in the face of of evil and of what he has to do, um, you know what God's called him to do. Jacob again, another one. Mm-hmm. and but it's one of Jacob's sons, you know it's Joseph who I think is just a compelling story to look at for this series. Mm-hmm. and you know if any of us have ever felt like we've had a a hard road, our life's been tough, you know, I just have to look at Joseph life, Joseph's life to remind myself that maybe things aren't so bad.
1: It gives a person a little perspective.
0: Yes, it does. And, you know, Joseph, if we look at his life, he he was his father's favorite son. Therefore, he's despised by his brothers. Mm-hmm. You Sibling know, rivalry. Some, yep, some, <laughs> definitely some of that. He uh, gets sold into slavery by his brothers, he's taken to a foreign land and then he, he has all these encounters that God allows to, to just kind of bring him into a unique position. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Hebrew who's living in Egypt and this country is, um, worships other gods, foreign gods that, that are not the God. Um, but he has the favor of the Lord upon his life. And that favor extends into the positions he has like in in Potiphar's house and when he's in jail Mm -hmm. and all the way up to being second in line in, in Egypt under Pharaoh. So he, um, as as we look at Genesis, we were, there's lots of, there's quite a bit of of chapters that are devoted to Joseph. I'd Mm -hmm. say kind of the end of the book of just of Genesis is really a lot about his life. Um, we are going to center on chapter forty-one for our discussion today. There's some key points that I think are applicable there. But really, this is after Joseph has been—he's been thrown in prison. He's brought up on some false charges, and and those are in regards to sexual advancements made to Potiphar's wife, which were not true. He was he was above reproach, but this was kind of a situation that I think God allowed because it was part of the plan. And, um, at the end of chapter 41 is we see Joseph's rise to power. He's, um, going to encounter Pharaoh. He's going to have the opportunity to go before him. And really we see from his life that nothing is impossible with God. The improbable is probable. Mm-hmm. The unlikely is likely. And, and anything that is uncertain can be certain when we, uh, trust in the Lord. And Joseph mm-hmm. shows us this. So. Amen. All right. So just jumping in. Our first point today. In this um, Joseph profiles Encourage courage, is that Joseph is patient in the wait? And what does it say there in Genesis forty-one one, Corey?
1: After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. Yes,
0: yeah, so it definitely this this time period uh, that he's been uh, in prison. He's he's had an opportunity to, um, as we'll talk about, he's had an opportunity to. Uh, help some other prisoners and um and get them restored to uh, at least one of them to uh, restored to a, a certain place um but the this is a step back from from any of that is i think that we realize in the bible there's so many times where characters have to wait for a certain period of time for things to unfold yes. before there's they're promoted or given that right. you know eventual Position or, or job or whatever that that God is right. is going to use them in. You know, with Moses, many years as a shepherd before leading out the Israelites. Mm-hmm. David, who we talked about last week, you know, he's anointed to become king, but he does not become king for many years. He's he defeats Goliath. He's on the run from Saul. Um, it's it's a whole period of time before he actually takes over as king of Israel. Mm-hmm and joseph is is waiting in prison he's had the opportunity he's he, he has a gift of interpreting dreams we mm-hmm. see men like joseph and daniel they both have this ability mm-hmm. and he's interpreted two dreams for fellow inmates he's it's the um, in genesis 40 we see that pharaoh's thrown his cupbearer and the baker are both in prison i don't remember all the the details, but he, uh, I think, was upset with them for some reason, and and you know Pharaoh was right. put them in, in the prison things. over some issue, mm-hmm. and then they both have these troubling dreams, which they reveal to Joseph, and Joseph interprets them. Basically, one of them is going to be restored to his okay. position, the other one's not going to be restored and is going to be hung executed. or executed. Yeah, so I think for. For Joseph, and if we put ourselves in his shoes, we—he ha- has to be feeling like I've—I've I've helped these guys out. This is going to be a turning point in all of this, where I'm going to finally be released, or somebody's going to remember me, and I'm going to get out of here because because I've done something that that has helped, um, kind of straighten some things out. Right. And we see that Cupbearer gets restored to his position and then he quickly forgets about Joseph that's in Genesis 40 mm-hmm. verse 23 so you know we we see Joseph just realizing that he has to come to terms with um something that he we all must come to terms with I'm sorry is that we have to believe God is going to use us we must then be patient in, in the wait mm-hmm. of how that's going to unfold and, and that things do not happen overnight right yeah
1: exactly
0: and i think we we see that in in culture and we've probably talked about this before in the podcast where there are certain elements where it seems like well this person went from nobody to instantly famous you know at least in in maybe outside of Church culture, you know, just and regular pop the land culture. Of TikTok? Yeah, the land of TikTok <laughs> and and YouTube and
1: YouTube stars.
0: Yes, all the mm-hmm. all the overnight successes that something went viral or whatever, and all of a sudden it's like they've got their 15 minutes of fame. But right. you know, they they got famous, and and that's kind of what a lot of us feel like we it needs to happen or something, you know, mm-hmm. in order for our lives to to really get <laughs> headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works in the Bible. That's not how these characters their their lives develop. Right. You know, they don't just all of a sudden even like we talked about last week with David and Goliath like that was a pretty big moment for David and it, it certainly kind of got his name like a lot of people mm-hmm. knew who he was then, but it wasn't like Again, he didn't become king then right away. He still had to wait. And a lot of that was David's own patience to say, I'm not, this is, it's not mine to take. God hasn't given me the kingdom, the, the, the throne, and, and I need to be patient. So
1: right.
0: he could have tried by force, but he didn't.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So I think with Joseph, there there could have been an opportunity, and maybe there was, to, to be kind of bitter, to become just angry and upset with where things were, were at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still he, he kept his, his devotion to God. He, he went back to the promises of God. He, mm-hmm. he, in Genesis 37, there's these dreams and visions that he's had as a child. And of course he shares those with his brothers and his family. And that, mm-hmm. that gets their <laughs> anger up against right. him. Right. But he had to have, Received all that and thought, well, there's there's going to be something then that God's given me these dreams and mm-hmm. something's going to happen at some point, but it, it hasn't yet.
1: Right. Well, and a lot of times, in the waiting is when God refines our character, mm-hmm. so it's not wasted.
0: It's not wasted. It's it's definitely not wasted time. It, we we may think of it that way, but right. It's it's not if we allow God to, as you said, refine our character, bring all our right. nature into. Well, even,
1: even Paul, who was a wonderful evangelist, mm-hmm. didn't just immediately go from the road of Damascus out into the mission field, right?
0: You know, yep, we forget that we think even like that a, happened right away, bada but it bada didn't. Bada boom, <laughs> first
1: missionary journey, right? No, that's no. not how it happened,
0: and he wouldn't have been ready, no. you know, okay. yeah, right. So, um, second point is that Joseph gives credit to God and not himself. Mm-hmm. Genesis 41, 16.
1: Joseph answered Pharaoh, it is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer.
0: So in chapter 41, um, Pharaoh has a troubling dream. And it's um, something where he's consulting all of his, I guess, astrologers, magicians, Mm -hmm. all the wise men of Egypt. He's trying to find out the meaning. Mm -hmm. And no one can tell him what it means. Right. And it's here where it's kind of that aha moment with the cupbearer who's like, oh, I was in prison with this guy. And he he was known to be able to interpret dreams. You know, mm-hmm. he he, my dream and the baker's dreams were both interpreted by him. They both came true. Right. And he's like, we've got to bring Joseph in. So then mm-hmm. he says, a young Hebrew was there with us when we told him he interpreted our dreams to us giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream, and as he interpreted to us, so it came about. And that's Genesis 41, 12, and 13. So I think at this point we may feel a little bit of like, oh, it's finally going to turn around for Joseph. Takes
1: his justice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's going to get what his due is. You know, it's like he's had all these strikes against him, Mm -hmm. had kind of an unfair deck of cards dealt to him, and it's like finally he's going to get a fair shot here. And finally he gets some recognition and um, he can go before Pharaoh and, and kind of like, mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I can interpret your dream and make, mm-hmm. make kind of a, a big name for himself so that it, it elevates his, his status. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because in that moment, Joseph doesn't take the credit. He, yeah. he humbly admits God's the one who reveals dreams,
1: Right.
0: you know, and, and, kind of again back to david last week like david says you know the victory is going to come through the lord he's mm-hmm. he's humble enough to say right. i'm not the one who's who's going to i'm i'm you know i'm basically a vessel used to bring you down but god's the one who'll have the victory and mm-hmm. joseph here again it's the, it's god who's going to do this he'll use he'll use me in the process but um
1: i think that is a good point is that um humility is the key, maybe you would say, mm-hmm. to um, godly success?
0: Yes, I think so. I think that. I think a that's a huge, it. huge part of, of being successful, and it's opposite from what the world right. maybe would
1: right.
0: would call success. You know, well, take the glory. It,
1: well, because it gives the glory to God, where it mm-hmm. is deserved.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Not we don't deserve it.
0: Right, right. You think of all the times you see an athlete, um, maybe do something, score a touchdown or, uh, hit a home run or, you know, winning whatever. And, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the interview, like they, they give the glory to God and yeah. kind of those moments where you're like, ah, oh, you know, that's, that's powerful because mm-hmm. in the moment where they could have just kind of basked in their own greatness. self and greatness, <laughs> they're like, you know, I, I have this God given ability and, um, I'm just using it for his glory, and he's the one who who's offered it to me so right. um so I think any of us could say you know after the period of waiting that Joseph has been in, if we were in his shoes, we'd be tempted to say let me let me just take this and and, and do this in my own power my own mm-hmm. strength but you know what a testimony there that even after he's waiting um he comes. Through it and, and gives God the glory, and then we can just say too through the things that we have to to persevere through to say it's all about Him. Now Joseph honors the Lord in this way, and we honor Him as well when we refuse to take credit for what He plainly is doing. Plainly is His His will and His His act. Um, finally, Joseph writes his own job description. Um, I think it's interesting here because. He kind of he kind of sets himself up not not again not maybe out of his own pride or anything but just he he describes to Pharaoh like here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let, let's have you read that verse there and then dive into that. Okay.
1: Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, "Since God has shown you all of this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are." You shall be my house, and my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards only as regards the throne will I be greater than you. Genesis 41, 39, and 40.
0: So this to back to Pharaoh's dream, he received a warning from God. There's going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine, and to basically prepare for this. And the famine will be severe, but in order to survive it, the people of Egypt can store up food during the seven good years, seven kind of fat years, seven lean years. It was, mm-hmm. um, what, seven cows that were fat and seven that were lean, and, mm-hmm. um, that was part of the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so he, he, Joseph interprets the dream, and not only does he do that, but he also, Gives Pharaoh like here's what you need to do. And this is all through the Lord. Like God telling him basically, this is what you need to do to prepare. And he's and then he tells Pharaoh, like, um, in verse 33, select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Well, I'm sure Pharaoh's like, this is the guy right here in front of me. Right. The the guy that I need is is you. You're telling me what to do. You've already given me more information than any of my other you know so-called right. uh counselors and wise men have, have given me so you're the guy you know it's right. kind of like joseph's written his own resume there by by telling pharaoh what what needs to happen right. and um but joseph
1: also writes his own resume but doesn't expect in his as wildest well as yeah. dreams to be appointed to this job
0: right yeah and that's that's crazy too like going back to that second point where he's he's humble enough to give God the glory and he's not going to sit here and be like, here's what you should do. He's and good. I hey, think, by
1: the way, you should, I'm the guy for the job.
0: Right, yeah. You'd be crazy not to pick me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, again, just humility and just God through that, I think just putting his favor on Joseph. Yes. Um, To, to allow him then to, to go into this high position, you know, to be second over the whole land. Like there's, you'll rule over everything only as regards the throne will I be greater than you. You know, what a, what a huge promotion from, from prison to second to, to Pharaoh. In the same day. In the same day, all in one day. (laughs) So, um, yeah, in verse 38, you know, Pharaoh's realization that something is different about Joseph. Can we find a man like this in whom is the spirit of God? And I think when people recognize favor on somebody's life, it, it stands out as well. Even, even the, the rest of the world that maybe doesn't follow God or, right. you know, but they can see like something's different about this person. There's, mm-hmm. um, wisdom that, that comes from somewhere. There's how they carry themselves, how they act, whatever. It, they're, they're set apart right. and that must have been what, what they could see with, with Joseph. Um, so when we walk in the favor of the Lord, doors open that could have never been opened before. Uh, opportunities come that we would never have dreamed of, and people recognize something different in us because God has plainly revealed it. And here's what, um, this was reading back through this, and this struck me to say, Joseph was faithful in the hidden years. He never took the glory that God deserved Mm -hmm. and it was all honored by the Lord when the time is right. And I'm um, impressed to just tell a lot of people when you're, when you're in between maybe where you think you should be, where God called you and and where, you know, you, you want to end up someday, there's, there's a lot of time where that can go by. and, And I think even in my own life, I see where that's kind of just the hidden, you know, just, Doing what you're called, you believe you're being called to do, doing it well um, with excellence unto the Lord. You know, not taking the glory for yourself. Uh, And I am not saying that I've I've done that well all the time, but I've I've seen others both through the Bible and just through others that I've um, either been mentored by or or just have followed. And Mm -hmm. it's like you, there's something to be said for for just persevering in just the small. Small stuff, the everyday right. mundane things, and right. God will open those doors and and give you you know there's always certain points in your life where where things can change really quickly, like it did here for for joseph um and going before uh, Pharaoh like like this, and you know he how would he have known when he was sold into slavery that one day he'd be in this position you know people would come to him for advice. Right. You know, right. he's, he's, he's then given the opportunity to, to tell people how to prepare and, and what to do and, 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 and basically watch over this country and, and prepare it for what, what's coming. Mm-hmm. And that God raises people into positions like that. Right. Um, we too must allow God to take us through the years in which our metal is tested and it's honed by the fires of trials and perseverance. And when we come into the promise, it is that much sweeter knowing that we stayed the course in Christ.
1: Right. Reminded of the verse. I'm going to botch it a little bit because I just am. (laughs) But never grow weary of doing well Mm -hmm. for when the time is right. (laughs) Oh. You will reap the benefits if you do not give up. Do not faint, not or faint. Or something, yeah, something
0: Thank like you. that. Depending mm-hmm. on what version, oh, <laughs> but I, I know what you are talking about. That one. Yes, yes.
1: But it is from. I want to say Ephesians.
0: Okay, Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the next podcast well, I will yeah. have that one written down, well, and I can. We'll do that in the post editing. It. We'll we'll get it all. Okay, there no. you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that. Uh, that persevering, that don't stop. You're not at the finish line yet. You're, you're, you still have a ways to go, and and keep your your eyes on the prize. Right. Right. Yep. So um, one thing that I just want to mention, even just as kind of a footnote to this story, is that in Joseph, one one really cool thing is that we also see a foreshadow of redemption and. Jesus, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the coming Messiah. Right. Um, and I think that's in the reconciliation that he then goes through with his brothers. And that's a reflection of, of God's heart for us as well. And, and this is why, you know, I really, one of the last parts of Genesis that I really love this book is that it, it ends with, you know, Joseph having been estranged in apartment of his family. His, his father doesn't even know if he's still alive because his brothers have Set up this whole thing. I mean, of course, they know that he was, he was sold and mm-hmm. they did all this, but, but, um, but Jacob didn't know. And just to have that, that healing and for them to come back together. And then from there, like, that's where the 12 tribes of Israel, you know, the 400 years pass and it's time for a deliverer to come, but. Right. But that's all, that's all set up. It all points to Jesus. It all points to, um, even in the waiting process and in, in inheriting the promise, we, we point to Christ as the one who's worthy. And, and Joseph was pointing to the man who would, would one day all, make all things new. And we do the same today. So mm-hmm. just kind of a, a footnote there that I think, um, I like to, when we, whenever we can just tie it back into the gospel. And this is definitely Joseph, kind of a um, a forerunner, uh, a forbearer of of Christ, of what what he would bring at All some right. point through this story. So, so another good, uh, hopefully some some good content just to to listen to and be encouraged by yes. um, for this story. We're we're going to move on and and still talk about two more in this series, two more characters. And, um, probably be something we, we come back to again at some point because I've got some others that I, I want to, to come back to. But, uh, I just hope that these are something that can help you as, as you think about, again, your own context of what is going on in, in your life and in this world and knowing that we, we have this ability to stand boldly even in the face of, of all the onslaught of, of what the enemy's trying to do, what what God's trying to do it through us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these stories just give us a little bit of something to grab onto right. and, and say, hey, this is how Joseph persevered through this. This is how David made it through with Goliath. This is how Daniel got it through the lion's den. You know, whatever character you pick out, mm-hmm. what is it that, set him or her apart and how did they get through that and kind of live to tell about it and give God the glory through it. So Mm -hmm. that is our ending for this time. If you would just close us out with our theme verse.
1: Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand
0: what the Lord's will is. Amen. We will see you guys next time. God bless. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share. And head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.